Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. In this segment, data finds Americans moved less during the first year of the pandemic. I would have thought that data would have found that people moved more. And interest rates are rising over the last couple of weeks. Coupled with lower housing inventory, what does that mean for housing as we move forward? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. We help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. Long story short, we want you to know everything you need to know before you go to closing. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. If you want to connect with us, please do. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which is coming up in the fourth segment of the show. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We love to have podcast subscribers Uh, We take the show, we divide it up into four equal parts, and we put it out as podcasts, and we love when people are listening to the podcast. If you want to connect with me by phone, it's simple, 770-497-0000. Again, 770-497-0000. This is an article out of RIS Media, one of my favorite real estate publications. The title is, Data Finds Americans Move Less During the First Year of the Pandemic. Two... hear real estate professionals describe or to see real estate professionals describe on social media the housing market, I would have assumed, I I know this is not correct, but from those I would have assumed that significantly more people moved during the first year of the pandemic because, I mean, as soon as the market started to open up a little later in the year, I mean, the market just went crazy. But data released on November the 17th found that roughly 27.1 million Americans reported living in a different residence than one year earlier. This is down from 29.8 million in 2020. The findings marked the lowest rate of movement that the Bureau recorded in 70 years. Less people moved in 2020 and 21 than in the last 70 years. And that represented an 8.4 mover rate, so we 8.4%, which means 8.4% of the households in the U.S. made a move during that year. The pandemic, as you are totally aware, has made it difficult for people to relocate, but some households um, have some incentives to relocate and some don't. Many aging families and individuals choose to and wish to remain in homes where they raised their families and spent the last 20 or 30 years Uh, The reality is I live in a home that I have lived in now for 22 years, almost 22 years. And the reality is today I can't imagine living anywhere else. I will probably sell sometime in the next couple of years because I'm an empty nester. Um, I'm in a long-distance relationship. Who knows what's going to happen uh, in terms of where we will live uh, in that relationship, but I'll probably move on to something else. In the last decade alone, homeowners and would-be sellers have been staying in their homes longer than in previous years. In 2006, 7, and 8, and don't quote me on these numbers because I don't have verification from the government or some service that this is correct, but we used to say that the average homeowner moved every 7 to 8 years. 
And then a couple of years later, we were saying the average homeowner moves every 10 years, and now we're saying 12 years. And the reality is it might even be 12 years or longer today. Um, the reality is people who buy homes are expecting to stay in them much longer than they would have been in the past. And lack of new construction inventory um, to help offset some of the inventory shortages in the resale market has been a huge problem right now. And one of the things we need is we need to have more affordable new construction in Atlanta. Affordable new construction means new construction further out from the center of the city. That's what makes it affordable is the cost of the lots is significantly less than it would be if you bought property near the city. Existing home sales spiked in 2020 with 6.76 million transactions. That's in the United States, 6.76 million transactions. In 2021, it was 6.46 million, so less transactions in 2021 than in 2020. In the increased popularity of remote working has prompted homeowner flexibility and new location options, which fuel transactions previously not considered before 2020. The reality is we have had four or five what I call lifestyle moves where a person has a corporate job, they're reporting to an office on a daily basis. The requirement for reporting to that office on a daily basis goes away, and maybe they can make it work just reporting a couple of times a month for meetings or something like that. And we've had people move to Lake Oconee. We've had people move to the beach. We've had people move to the mountains of North Carolina or Tennessee, and they just once or twice a month recruit, uh, commute back into or drive back into or fly into Atlanta for their business meetings. One positive result, this article says, of the pandemic was the concept of home. Our home, your home, my home was enhanced through the crisis. And I never thought about this, but it says when uncertainty was at its height, authorities instructed everybody to shelter at home and all of us sheltering at home. And I don't know if you remember where you were or, or how you felt when you learned that all of us had been instructed to shelter at home to stay in place. I felt like I was in the uh, twilight zone. I felt like I was in a Stephen King novel. I couldn't believe that because of fear of me catching a disease, me catching a virus, that I had to stay at home. And so the reality is, I think that the definition of home changed somewhat for me during the pandemic as well. Those of you who listen to the show know that during the pandemic, I got a divorce. So my definition of home changed in more ways than one. But the reality is, is that home for me is much more of a central point, much more of a happy place uh, today than it was before the pandemic. And I find that very, very interesting. What does all this mean? Well, my guesstimation is that you cannot hold back demand for housing. So the demand for housing or the number of transactions is being restricted by the lack of inventory, but it doesn't mean that those households who have the desire to own something new or live in a new place or someplace different, it doesn't mean that that desire has gone away. So my guess is that there is a huge pent-up demand of, number one, sellers who would sell their house if they knew they had another place to go that would work within their budget. And number two, there are plenty of buyers who would like to buy a home but have been hesitant to move forward buying a home because they were concerned they wouldn't be able to find a home that would meet their needs. And my guess is as interest rates start to rise – and it puts some downward pressure 
on the number of buyers who come into the market because it makes homes less affordable that you might see sellers decide, oh, I need to put my house on the market now before the market changes, and buyers might have lots and lots more opportunities. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, host of this show. I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions possible whenever buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Metro Atlanta. Got a listener question from Patrick N. Winder. He says, interest rates have gone up this week. I'm concerned that my buying power has dropped quite a bit based on the past six months or so. What is a prediction for mortgage rates and inventory, he asked. He threw that in there. I thought I would look back and uh, take a look. The reality is in Metro Atlanta, there's about 30% less single-family detached homes available for sale today than there was this time last year. And there's almost 50% less condos and townhomes. So inventory is in a bad spot in Metro Atlanta. As a home seller, that means you have a little bit more of an advantage in the process. As a home buyer, it means you need to be a little more creative. You need to work with somebody who can help you win in a competitive offer situation. But let's take a look at interest rates. Back in January of 2021, according to Freddie Mac, and this is from the St. Louis Fed, Average mortgage rates for 30-year fixed mortgages, January the 6th of last year, 2.65%. August the 5th of this past year, interest rates averaged 2.77%, and today they average 3.22%. So let's look at it for just a second, and let's say that you decided you were going to finance a $400,000 loan today versus a $400,000 loan in August, August the 5th of 2021 to be specific. The interest rate would be 3.22% compared to 2.77%, which would increase your monthly payment by $97 a month. $97 a month doesn't sound like a lot until you multiply it by 360 months and realize that if you left that mortgage in place, you would pay an additional $35,000 in interest to your lender that you would not have paid in August. Patrick, As interest rates increase, your buying power and everybody else's buying power goes down. And I believe that the federal government is going to continue to take steps to ease inflation, which means they're going to increase borrowing costs. That's how they're going to slow the economy down. And when they increase borrowing costs, it could be that there's less of a market for homes for sale than there would otherwise be. Let's take a look at some predictions for average interest rates at the end of 2022. Freddie Mac projects interest rates will be at 3.7%. Fannie Mae, both of those are government entities that actually provide liquidity to the mortgage market, projects 3.4%. The Mortgage Bankers Association predicts 4%, and the National Association of Realtors projects 3.7%, which means the average is 3.7%. So they are projecting that interest rates at the end of the year will be a half a point higher than they are right now, and they're already a half a point higher than they were in August of this year. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, we're featuring Medlock Bridge in the heart of Johns Creek, and January is Radon Action Month. What is radon? How do you test for it, and is it dangerous? We've got those topics and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. Yeah. 